0: Today is July 11th, and the world is talking about the politics of religion. Explore the top three ways that Christianity is unmistakably tied to politics. You're listening to What in the World? A look at current events through the lens of biblical truth with Amy Travis. Last time we discussed four ways in which politics and Christianity are uniquely connected. Below are the top three ways. Number three, in America, the fight about quote-unquote political issues in the church came to us, not the other way around. For example, when did marriage become a political issue? The answer is when our government made it one. Marriage between one man and one woman in a committed relationship as instituted by God has always been recognized and celebrated in every culture since the beginning of time. The institution of marriage should have never been politicized. Period. But in 2015, five Supreme Court justices went rogue and in violation of the United States Constitution, attempted to quote-unquote remake society. According to Chief Justice John Roberts' dissent, the majority's decision is an act of will, not legal judgment. The right it announces has no basis in the Constitution or in this court's precedent. The majority expressly disclaims judicial caution and omits even a pretense of humility openly relying on its desire to remake society according to its own new insight into the nature of injustice. As a result, the court invalidates the marriage laws of more than a half of the states and orders the transformation of a social institution that has formed the basis of human society for millennia. From the Kalahari Bushmen to the Han Chinese, the Carthaginians and the Aztecs, who exactly do we think we are? So even Justice Roberts agrees that we must push back on this insanity. If we, as the Church of Jesus Christ, fail to influence the culture, the chasm between the biblical worldview and our society will continue to grow. For example, Russell Brand on Joe Rogan's podcast made the observation that even eating right and exercising has been framed as as right wing craziness. Number two, God's judgment in the Old Testament often came through enemies both foreign and domestic. When we think of God's judgment, we often picture flashes of lightning and a deep, booming voice from heaven at our displeasure. Think the Wizard of Oz. In reality, however, when God wanted to punish nations for their rebellion, he sent them evil kings and dictators. Yes, God used corrupt politicians to punish a nation's disobedience on many occasions. Take the example when the people of Israel rejected God as their nation's leader and requested a king like all the other nations. Samuel warned them about how the king would exploit them and oppress them. Let me read to you from 1 Samuel 8. 10 through 18. So Samuel passed on the Lord's warning to the people who were asking him for a king. This is how a king will reign over you, Samuel said. The king will draft your sons and assign them to his chariots, making them run before his chariots. Some will be generals and captains in his army. Some will be forced to plow in his fields and harvest his crops and some will make his weapons and chariot equipment. The king will take your daughters from you and force them to cook and bake and make perfumes for him. He will take away the best of your fields and vineyards and olive groves and give them to his officials. He will take a tenth of your grain and your grape harvest and distribute it among his officers and attendants. He will take your male and female slaves and demand the finest of your cattle and donkeys for his use. He will demand a tenth of your flock, and you will be his slaves. When that day comes, you will beg for relief from this king you are demanding, but the Lord will not help you. Or in other words, and please, I encourage you to catch this, the prophet Samuel warned the citizens of Israel that a king or a dictator would steal their property, siphon off their wealth, force them into slavery, and traffic their children. Now think about that for a minute. In more recent days, however, God's judgment has taken other forms. If you look online, there's a video of a church in Massachusetts whose cathedral was struck by lightning just hours after a Pride Month celebration. God does have a sense of humor. Is God possibly using corrupt politician and disastrous policies to judge America, doing this for turning away from his laws and his principles? It's something to consider. And the number one reason was that Jesus was arrested, detained, and executed as a political prisoner, not a criminal one. The political environment of the first century Roman Empire dramatically affected Jesus' birth, ministry and death to argue that religion and politics are and should be completely separate denies this inconvenient truth the roman governor presiding over judea even admitted that jesus was innocent of all charges he understood that the religious aso- establishment or jesus's political opponents, wanted to kill him because they felt threatened by him. Pilate's wife pleaded with him not to convict this innocent man unlawfully. But Pontius Pilate ultimately conceded to the mob. This is found in Matthew twenty-seven eleven through 24. So as we wrap up, similar to first century Rome, our culture is guilty of assassinating the truth under the guise of tolerance and political correctness. In the last days, this connection between church and state will only accelerate, not decline. We know from the book of Revelation that the Antichrist will establish a one-world currency, a one-world government, and a one-world religion. Consider Daniel's prophecy about the coming man of lawlessness. He will speak against the Most High and will oppress his holy people and try to change the set times and the laws the holy people will be delivered into his hands for a time, times, and half a time. That's Daniel 7.25. Yes, the Antichrist will change the laws to persecute believers. Why should we, as Christians, be actively involved in the political climate? It wasn't just Jesus who was tried and convicted because of his radical ideology. Many of his followers suffered the same fate. We would be naive to think that our government, even in the beautiful United States of America, won't turn on us and incarcerate and even kill us for our allegiance to Jesus Christ. Every government does at one point or another. Thanks so much for listening and remember to always pursue the truth wherever it takes you. God bless you.